0: Hello and welcome to the Iowa Hospital Association's podcast, Getting to Know Iowa Hospital Leaders. My name is Joa Hogan. On today's episode, we talk with Ted Rogowski, administrator at Genesis Medical Center, Alito, Illinois, and Genesis Medical Center, DeWitt, Iowa. During his 25 years with Genesis, Ted has had a number of leadership positions and has directed operations. In Alito, since 2010, prior to his work at Genesis, he worked for Mercy Hospital, Iowa City, Abbott Northwestern Hospital in Minneapolis, and started his healthcare career at Davenport St. Luke's Hospital. Hello, Ted, and thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Thanks, Joe. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, my first question is, you're the administrator for both Genesis Medical Center Alito, Illinois, and most recently, Genesis Medical Center, DeWitt, Iowa. Can you tell the listeners how your role at each facility varies if it does? Yeah, it does actually
1: a little bit, Joe. Although each are uh, critical access hospitals, our medical center in Alito also has a very uh, large rural health clinic that's part of our operations. So we have uh, eight providers, uh, both uh, MDs and advanced practitioners. Um, providing primary care and behavioral health care to our Alito community, which falls under the hospital umbrella. So a rural health clinic is a designation, kind of like critical access, that does provide uh, special funding for Medicare and Medicaid patients at a little bit higher rate than what you would see in our uh, bigger communities. And so operationally, it is a little bit different that way. I have a lot of uh, interaction with those physician providers, but I can tell you, being in Alito is a smaller community than DeWitt. And being in Alito, it is just uh, critical to have that tight connection between the, our primary care clinic and the hospital to provide that one source of healthcare for the community. Now, DeWitt is a little bit different. It's a little bit larger community, has a, a larger population base that it serves. So it's a little bit more robust, you know, as far as the services that we offer here. We have a lot more specialists in uh, DeWitt than we do down in Alito. So, more physician interaction on the specialty side, I would say, up in DeWitt. We have a vi- very busy uh, surgical. Services. Uh, We do about 100 procedures a month. And so that just brings a little different aspect to it. But, you know, the constant I would say between both of those facilities in my role is, you know, setting the strategic direction for those organizations and critical access hospitals. It's typically you have an administrator and you have a chief nurse officer that are your executive leadership, especially when they're part of the health system. And so, you know, it's critical to have that CNO. And I do have. Dedicated CNOs in both the Wit and Alito that run the operational aspects of the organization. That gives me the time to focus on strategy as well as growth. We're always looking for the opportunity to grow our operations in both of those facilities.
0: Oh, understood. And do you run into any kind of regulatory differences between Illinois and Iowa? Yes, you bring up probably the biggest difference, right? You uh, have two completely
1: different states, as far as, you know, politics and, and regulatory oversight. Um, you know, obviously in the state of Illinois, it's a very blue state, um, highly regulated, uh, there, there seems to be a lot more regulatory issues related to healthcare in the state of Illinois versus the state of Iowa, which is obviously a very red state politically. The, the regulatory uh, burdens are not as great, I would say, in Iowa. But the challenge is you, you have to understand both states, right, and the differences oh. that they have. Now, it's nice both of our facilities are joint commission accredited, so at least we do have that standardization from an accreditation standpoint. But you bring up a great point. The regulatory
0: issues and the political issues are very different. What does a typical day look like for you managing both facilities? Well, you know that's what I love
1: about the job, and it's kind of what drew me in the healthcare. Um, It's such a variety, you know, it changes every day. I don't know that I would say that there is a typical day. If there is one constant, and and this is an organizational um, decision that we've made is that we do start off every single day with a safety huddle. So we bring our leaders together um, at both sites, you know, and have a safety huddle to get updates on what's gone on over the last 24 hours. Do you have any barriers to getting your work done? Do we have any critical issues going on that we need to address from a leadership standpoint? So we've deployed that across the system. So that's how we start off our day. And then the other um, thing that I really love and, and it, it follows our safety huddle is we have dedicated time to rounding. So that gives me the opportunity to go out and round in each of our departments, talk to staff, not only make those connections with them, but you know have that conversation of, how are you advancing, you know, um, the department strategy and plan, um, to help support the organization. So we have a lot of those conversations in those rounding opportunities as well. So that is the one constant, both facilities are doing that every day, day in, day out. Um, but after that, then it's just, uh, it it depends on the day of the week, but I, I would say a lot of it is interacting with physicians. Um, DeWitt is, is a little bit newer to me. I've been here four months, so I'm still uh, developing relationships out in the community. So a lot of meetings with uh, partners
0: out in the community and trying to develop those relationships. And just as a quick side note, and I should have looked this up prior, but how far physically are the two facilities?
1: Oh, that, uh, that's a good question. Uh, they're, they're kind of at the upper ends of our uh, system's uh, footprint. So DeWitt's not the furthest north, but kind of far north, um, and the Leodos are for the south facility um, so in between the two I would say it's about 65 miles okay wow wow so it's quite a distance it is but the nice thing is I live right in the middle of it so I oh great ride, I either take a right or a left when I leave home and and I'm there so oh awesome and then you
0: live in Illinois then or in Iowa I, I actually live in the uh, Iowa Quad Cities yeah oh great great as a senior leader at Mercer County Hospital, you led the team through affiliation and acquisition to become Genesis Medical Center Alito. Can you talk about that transition in the process? That was a, a great opportunity. So we uh, got involved at uh, it,
1: it was Mercer County Hospital uh, prior to Genesis involvement. So a county-owned facility that was really um, struggling. And so they were looking to affiliate with a larger facility. Genesis was kind of a a dark horse in that assessment. They were also talking with OSF out of Peoria. And at that time, it was Trinity, now Unity Point in the Rock Island Quad Cities. And that was where they had the typical relationship was with Unity Point and uh, OSF. So like I said, Genesis was a little bit of a dark horse, but Board for the hospital really identified and with Genesis vision in that we want to make that local facility as strong as possible. And then if there are services that you can't provide, then let's keep it in the family. So that's why the board decided to go with Genesis. Um, We came on under a management agreement. And then I, that's when I got involved and went down there. Um, I had been part of Genesis for, well, I guess it would have been 15 years at that time And I came down, and it was really a a turnaround effort. Um, So it it took two years for us, for Genesis, to say, hey, we're comfortable managing this facility, and we think that we can do it uh, for the long-term benefit of the community. So that's when we moved into uh, acquisition. That took us about another year to get through the acquisition piece. So they are the newest uh, member of Genesis Health System as a wholly owned hospital. So I would say the biggest focus when we completed the acquisition is really changing the culture of the organization. I think there was a lot of attitudes that this is the way we've always done it. And, uh, you know, things needed to improve and they needed to improve significantly so we could provide the quality of care
0: that Genesis organization wants to provide for that community. And kind of shifting gears here, did you always see yourself in healthcare when you were younger?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, Well, you know, define younger, right? So I can tell you you how I got into healthcare. I was finishing my uh, undergrad at St. Ambrose University in Davenport, Iowa. um, And I, let's see, I would have been a sophomore and uh, was looking for a job. And I got a job at what was then St. Luke's Hospital in a department called Sterile Processing and Distribution so we provided all the supplies to you know the departments of the hospital as well as took care of the uh, surgical instruments and supplies operating room and that's where i fell in love with healthcare i really just uh, saw the the good work the the you know worthwhile work that all of our healthcare providers provide on a day day in day out basis and uh, really just fell in love with that mission and so within a year, I did get promoted into a supervisory position, and so I was a a business major undergrad, and uh, probably the best career advice that I got was uh, from uh, an executive there that I kind of, you know, had a mentor relationship with, and he said, go off and get more work experience before you go to grad school, and so I did that, uh, went to Minneapolis for a few years, and then uh, went and got my master's degree at the University of Iowa and came back to Genesis. Wow, great. What do you like to do when you're not working? Ah, when I'm not working. Well, I, I would say the number one thing is uh, family activities. Uh, my wife, Lisa, and I have uh, five adult children. We just married off the, the last of uh, our five about three weeks ago. Oh, Sorry, wow. Daughter. We have three boys, two girls. We will have our third grandson at the end of the month here. So, just within a couple of weeks. So, family is really important to us, and we like to spend a lot of time with them. We have two in Chicago, two couples in Chicago, and one grandson. Uh, one in Des Moines. So we either go west or east two and a half hours and and we get to be with them. And then our two daughters are in town with us. So it's, you know, that's probably our biggest uh, investment in time outside of work. But uh, collectively, the family loves to attend Hawkeye football games. Before we move on, any hobbies to speak of? Well, you know, when I have time, I love to play golf, but, uh, you know, that has gotten more difficult, uh, especially with uh, two operations to run. But, you know, outside of that, yeah, I just like to be active, whether it be uh, just out walking or working
0: out, uh, those types of things. Oh, great, great. Well, hopefully, uh, now that uh, you're affiliated with an Iowa hospital, that uh, you'll be able to participate in some of the Iowa Hospital Association's golf outings. (laughs) That would be great. In your past, did you participate in the Iowa Hospital Association events at all?
1: Yeah, I sure did in the past.
0: You know, it's been a decade uh, since I've been involved in that.
1: Uh, So I am looking forward to getting back and, and reacquainting myself with some of my colleagues across
0: the state. I read that you're very active in the Illinois Hospital Association, or you have been in the past. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, in fact, this year I I finished my uh, chairmanship of the uh, Illinois Hospital Association Board um, at the end of the calendar year. Next week we have our board retreat in uh, Chicago, so it'll be kind
0: of my last big uh, uh, thing to lead for that group. But, uh, yeah, it's been good. Okay, great, great. Well, yeah, like I said, I look forward to seeing you in the future in Des Moines or on the golf course. And uh, my last question for you today is: Do you have any advice for a young person who's thinking about going into healthcare administration?
1: Yes, I, you know, a few things come to mind on that. I think number one, people really need to uh, be committed and and accepting of change. Part of the draw to me to get into healthcare, but the change has just gone ex- ex- exponentially higher. You know, especially within the last three years. It's just uh, amazing the amount of change. Obviously, COVID you know, brought its own challenges and day-to-day uh, changes that, that were occurring. But even outside of that, just the complexity of the industry, the challenges that we're facing you know, financially, you really have to embrace that and, and enjoy change. So I would say that would be number one. Second is I would encourage people to work in the field. And it doesn't matter what part of healthcare, but really just try to get some exposure so you can learn about the industry firsthand by working within it. I think that was valuable to me. It really taught me a lot and I think helped me be a better executive, you know, coming up through the ranks that way. And then finally, I'll put in a plug for the University of Iowa. They have uh, one of the best uh, masters in healthcare administration programs in the country. They are regularly in the top 10. And uh, it really is a good program and a lot of good uh, graduates come out of there.
0: Well, thank you so much for that. And thanks for being on our podcast today, Ted Rogalski, Administrator at Genesis Medical Center Alito and Genesis Medical Center DeWitt. Thanks, Joe. This podcast has been an opportunity to get to know Iowa hospital leaders. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode next month.